Jesus is sometimes called uh, the new Adam. And his role is to uh, be faithful where Adam was not faithful. And his fidelity lies above all things in his trust. Adam and Eve did not trust God and trust that he was good. And in their distrust and in their fear, they started trying to grasp and control things because they were afraid that that God wasn't going to come and give them what they needed and love wasn't going to come, that they had to take it into their own hands. Uh, Jesus shows us what it is to be like God and what it is to be a son. Jesus, in the depths of his heart at all times, towards his Father, lives in a posture of just deep surrender. He just says, yeah, Father, what, whatever you want. And on the eve before is this great tragedy um, that becomes our salvation. Jesus has a sense. He knows, he knows what's coming. But as a son, he desires not to run from it, but to transform it into an act of love. And that's what happens at the Last Supper. He knows his body is going to be taken and grasped and even put to death. But in anticipation of that, he gives his body as a gift. The Eucharist is Jesus totally submitting out of trust to the Father and out of love to you and to me, his body. He says, take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body given for you. Even on the cross, that same cry of his heart rings out. This is my body given for you. Crosses the deep depths of, of, of the love of God being displayed for us. He doesn't want to hurt you. He doesn't want to be violent. It doesn't matter what you do. He, he's, just going, he's just going to love you. There comes this moment of decision for the crowds when Pilate brings out um, this revolutionary named Barabbas. So this is a Hebrew name. The prefix bar in a name means the son of. So Peter, before he's named Peter, is called Simon Bar-Jonah, which means Simon, the son of Jonah. So his dad's name is Jonah, of course. So what does the name Barabbas mean? It means son of Abba, which means son of the father. So there's a way in which the crowds are being presented with two people. And the question is, who is the true son of the father? What does it mean to be a son of God? What does it mean to be truly human? And Barabbas is the man of sin. What does that mean? He's a revolutionary, which means he kills people to try to get what he needs. Out of violence and control, he tries to bring about what he needs. Jesus is the true son of the Father, the true son of of God, of Abba. He's a true son. But his sonship doesn't lie in violence or hatred or control or anything. It's just total surrender and surrender out of love. Because he's a son, he's just like his dad, which means he loves you very much. And God the Father is a compassionate father. What does it mean to be compassionate? Where compassionate literally means to suffer with, which means anything that you suffer, that affects God, and he suffers too. So Jesus comes to suffer with us. And he just sees you as so good and he loves you so much that he doesn't want you to suffer anything alone. So the story of the passion is a story of Jesus entering in 
to all the suffering that you have experienced in your life. From betrayal, to rejection, to being, to being used, to being unloved, to being hated and lied about, to being physically harmed, to being tortured, to being embarrassed in front of people, to being stripped naked, like in some way sexually assaulted in front of others. Yet to have no friends, to be totally helpless, to be totally powerless. Even to being murdered. You have suffered in your life. Amen? A lot. And Jesus sees all of it. And he, he wanted to take it all to himself. So the passion is the way in which he steps into your story and my story to take on all suffering. I know many of you have suffered just terribly. And you've been rejected and you've been abandoned. You have not been cared for. You've been abused. Some of you know people who have been murdered. And Jesus wants to take all of that upon him. He's, he's scared to do it because it's a lot. And he turns to the Father with this cry of like, I don't, I don't know if I can do it, but, but I trust you. Even though it seems like more than I can bear, I, tr I trust you. So the cross and Jesus' passion is taking upon himself any and all suffering that we could possibly suffer. We come to the end, and there's just these, these, these bone-chilling cries from the heart of Jesus. He cries out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And he actually felt forsaken. He felt abandoned by God. Why is that important that he experienced that? Because you have felt abandoned by God. There have been times in your life we had a sense that God was not there and he didn't care and he wasn't coming. And Jesus wants to enter into that dark place and be there with you and even help you cry out from that place, God, where are you? So that you're not alone there. Then right before he dies, it says he cried out in a loud voice. This is a grown man just, just crying out, shrieking from the cross. Pope Benedict says that in that cry of the Son of Man, in that cry of Jesus, is drawn together every cry of every human heart from all of history. But he's not crying out to no one, he's crying out to the Father. Jesus is drawing into his heart every tear that you've cried, every moment of pain, every, every, every heartbreak you've experienced. And he draws it in because he can feel it. Like he, He's actually bearing it. And he just cries it out to the Father and he gives himself to the Father in this just reckless self-surrender. And the Father is faithful because he's a good dad. And he saves his son because he's a good dad. And you don't have to worry about anything because he's going to take care of it and he's going to save you because he's a good dad. <laughs>